Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. As Key would say, Daniel Jones is good, man. He's good. Like, I'm just watching him. Good little player. He's, he's a good little player, but he's doing this with nothing at receiver, really. Right? Like, a couple guys emerged as the season went on, but come on. And he's not turning the ball over, and he's legit fast, and he's big. And he's – and by the way – Never stepped in it once in New York. Been here for years already. Through all through thick and thin, bad times and everything. Won a playoff game last year. Like I, he's not he's, bad. He's and he might be. He might be really good. We just don't the, know. The, the funny thing is, though, if you said I'm gonna give Daniel Jones 28 million people, like yeah, I'm just signing. Right. And now you say well, he's gonna get 40 people. Are like I don't know, but that's the market. What do you What do you yeah. mean? Act like it's their money. Yeah, it's yeah. not your money. Why do you care? Hey, we're going to do something called the KJM off-season check-in. It's Key and me today, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Jay taking a little time. Uh, New York Giants edition, Key. Jordan Renan is with us now, ESPN NFL Nation, Giants reporter. I've done Jordan's fine podcast. What's going on, Jordan? Not much. What's up, guys? The tag window opens today, so you know everybody wants to talk to me all of a sudden. <laughs> they want to know: Will you sign Daniel Jones for twenty-eight million? Daniel Jones is not getting twenty-eight. No, million. would you? you no, my question. Million. My question is: Would you sign him for twenty-eight million? Of course. I mean, that's would like you sign him for forty-eight million? Fifteen to twenty quarterback, basically. Would you sign him for forty-eight million? Forty-eight million. Forty-eight? No. See, 48, no. Now you you're talking top five. But he's not, but 48 is <laughs> more the, than his market. But it's the market. Is, is the market 48 for Daniel Jones? Okay, so the market is not 48 40. for Daniel Jones. What no, is but it, what is it, is it, Jordan? It's Jordan? 48. If, if he had a proven track record over multiple years as a high-end, you know, uh, top five-ish type quarterback, yeah, then the market's 48 million. What is he it does now, not do have that. What So do what is it? I think it's around 40, probably a little bit below. Right. Right, right around there. Anywhere and between 38 and 42, right? If it went anywhere, you wouldn't be shocked if it was anywhere from 38 to 42, right? Is that right, more or less? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think anything over 40 then changes the dynamic a little bit because, look, if he let's say he comes in at 38, okay? That would put him right now at about ninth among quarterbacks. And then once, you know, the Herberts and the Lamars and uh, Joe Burrows of the world signs, you have like a top 15-ish type quarterback where you hope that with better weapons, he could develop into a consistent top 10 quarterback, right? Yeah. So that makes sense for the Giants. Now you put it over $40 million. Now he's definitively in that top 10 in regards to being paid. And you really don't know if he's a consistent top 10 quarterback. So to me, the, number, the magic number is right around 40. What, what mm-hmm. tag are they going to give him, Jordan? The non-exclusive franchise tag is the tag that guys get. No, once once you put that tag on him, and I know people are like, oh, go get him, let him negotiate. No, once you put a tag on a guy, nobody's giving up two first-round picks and then paying forty plus million on top of that. So you put the non-exclusive franchise tag on him, he'll basically be back. And the Giants are bringing him back. It's just a matter of whether they strike a deal before the tag window or have to use the tag. And the tricky part for them is if they use the tag, which is $32.4 million on Daniel Jones, that counts directly against the salary cap. Makes it harder to build a team and get those weapons that he needs around him. And at the same time, then puts Saquon Barkley's future in doubt if you use the tag on Daniel Jones. 
And we all know the New York Giants, and I've talked to people about this there, if they have to, you're much more willing to let your star running back walk than you are your quarterback. And Joe Shea made that crystal clear at his postseason press conference. So what's taking so long to get it done? Let's just get it done already. If they if they know it's his quarterback, I mean, that he's their quarterback of the future, and their number's not north of $40 million, then what's the problem? Why would he have to go out and get rid of his agent and hire a new agent to get a deal done? Why, why would you need to do that? Yeah, that's a fair question. I don't think anybody definitively except Daniel Jones knows that answer. I was very surprised when I heard that a few days ago. Um, it obviously means that there were some bumps in the road early in the negotiations. Um, and maybe Daniel Jones, as, as we've heard, did ask for a start at a really high number. But these are negotiations. There's still time. Uh, I don't think the rush isn't, you know, to get it done by now, the start of the window. The rush is to get it done by the end of the window, right? Because as long as you get it done by March 7th, that's when the window closes. Let's say they get it done March 6th, right? And then all of a sudden you have the franchise tag available at $10.1 million to then secure that Saquon Barkley will return as well. So I, that's the deadline, the real deadline to me, March 7th. Oh, so, okay, so March 7th is a real deadline. Free agency opens up, what, the 15th? Yeah, the next week. Yep. The next week, the free agency. So they, they will essentially still have money to go out and, and, you know, court guys or sign their own guys. And Okay, that makes sense. Talking yeah. to Jordan Renan. They'll still have money. Even if Daniel Jones is on the franchise tag, they'll still have money. I mean, Kenny Galladay is going to get cut. They were going to have around 40 Five to $48 million under the salary cap, even before Gallaudet. So they'll be around 50, over $50 million. And Daniel Jones is only taking up 38. So you could still use it as a placeholder at the time and then go sign some players and then hopefully still get a long-term deal before. uh, I don't know when the final date is, but I think it's around June-ish. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Jordan Renan in with us right now to for our KJM offseason check-in, this, this time on the New York football giants. My beloved New York football giants, Jordan. And, um, you know, when you talk about Daniel Jones and his place in the league, could he be a consistent top 10 quarterback? It seems like he can be. He had a really, really good season, and that was without a primary, an alpha receiver or really much of a receiving core, especially early in the season. But, Jordan, I start thinking about I'm not arguing he's better than these guys. He might be eventually. Okay. But I'm saying, would I want this other guy instead of Daniel Jones on the Giants? And so, so, there's, so those are two different things. You know what I mean? The guy has to come in, get acclimated, what it's going to – do I right. want Dak Prescott or Daniel Jones? I'd rather have Daniel Jones on the Giants. I'd rather have Daniel Jones. I've seen them both play. If you say, hey, I'll trade you Dak Prescott for Daniel Jones, I'm good. You can keep Dak Prescott. I'll keep Daniel Jones. <laughs> would I rather have Kyler Murray? When everything that goes with him, or Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, right? Okay, those like those right now, yeah, yeah. the injury. Derek sure. Carr or Daniel Jones? I'd rather have Daniel Jones. Um, I'm trying to think of guys in that next tier. Not like, yeah. would I rather have Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow, or Lamar Jackson or Patrick? Well, of course, that's different. But I'm talking yeah. about those not slam dunk elite. This is that first bucket, as Key likes to call it. I'd rather have him. If I'm the Giants, he's already here. The he's problem. acclimated the whole thing. But that's one of the problems, Jordan. And I was keep trying to tell Max, you got to pay him because there's nothing there. There's nothing else there. Right. There's just nothing yeah, that's else the, there. Max is right. Like you don't want to. You're not. You don't want Derek Carr. 
You don't want Ryan Tannehill. They're the same range right now as, as Daniel Jones, but you've already invested in Daniel Jones, right? You've already, he already spent a year in this offense. He already is one of the leaders on this team. So then to switch that up at this point doesn't really make sense. And he can right? handle New York, Jordan. Jordan, he can handle yeah. New York. He's been here through yes, thick and thin, terrible years. Has he made one misstep publicly? Never said the wrong thing. Never complained. Kept his head down. Kept work like. Did you ever think he would? I mean, anyone might like. Look, put it this way. No, but Zach Wilson sure did, right? Yeah, but okay. It's a big reason the Giants drafted him. They even mentioned that at the time as they thought he was made. He was he would be able to handle the rigors of New York, which has proven to be true. Right, yeah. it is absolutely proven to be true. He has handled it, and he came out on the right side of it after three really rocky years which a lot of it was not self-inflicted, right? He's got a right? nice arm. He's you know, got a nice arm. He, he reads the defense. No, he's, he's fast. He's athletic. I, what's not you to know, like? I'm going to tell you he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. There's nothing. He's fine. I'd, I'd like to have him yep. if I was a general manager as a quarterback. Jordan, you're in the building. You're sniffing around all the time. You know what's going on over there in New Jersey. What are they going to do at receiver, though? What, what are, they, are they waiting for one of these big studs that got something left in the tank? to be released, or are they going to try to trade a guy, or are they looking through the draft to get, uh, you know, one or two or three? Because the receivers aren't that deep yeah. in this year's draft. What are they thinking, though? Yeah, this is a tough year. So, I, I really – look, they're going to go – they're going to add somebody in free agency or via trade. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I think they're watching closely to see who becomes available, right, and who – which if there is a big number one receiver that does become available. And, but if it's not, and it's possible, it might not happen this year, right? This isn't the year where you can find a number one receiver very easily. So I do think that they'll still add a receiver in free agency, a veteran proven player of some sort, and add a player in the draft as well. Uh, Fairly early in the draft, I should say. Good as point, well. because, because so, it doesn't look like they're about to win a Super Bowl, but you can add a piece now and still hold off on that alpha receiver if you're committed to Daniel Jones because in two years they could be in a position to win a Super Bowl. But can you, right. but I can, know people bring up the name T. Higgins. I was just about like, to bring the, that name up. That's the kind of guy, but that might be the guy that's not available until next year. Yeah, right? with that. that but what, but, when you're looking at a guy like T. Higgins, the Bengals are trying to compete. They just did it with Jesse Bates. You know, second round pick, they dragged it along. They put the franchise that, you know, they're trying to win now. So they're not, I don't, I don't foresee them wanting to get rid of him a year before his deal is up. Right. They could do it next year, right? You tag him next year or trade him or trade him before. You get your slot get guy point. now. You get your number two guy now, a really good route runner, a guy on a rookie deal. And then next year you can make a run on a T. Yeah, I think, I think the Giants, if I'm the Giants, I'm going to get T. Higgins now. I'm not waiting. What if he's to, not available, though? No, I, I'm going to find out if he's available because guess yeah, what he I, would like I, to do? I, I, he I likes to get his money. Available. But, yeah, that's the kind of guy that <laughs> makes a ton of sense for the New York Giants, right? Outside receiver. The one thing they do have is Wandale Robinson, and he's like more of like their slot. He's a slot guy. So they need outside receivers. So T. Higgins would certainly fit that bill. Young uh, can go up and get the football. Has a proven track record. Played in the cold uh, weather in Cincinnati. Yeah, what, I mean, so he makes a, just a, a ton of sense for what the Giants like to do, uh, and and actually what they need. But it's not that easy because you need two to tango. And in that case, I don't know that Cincinnati Bengals will want to do that right now. They're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. 
Jordan Renan, ESPN, NFL Nation, Giants reporter. Thank you, as always, Jordan. We can get that deal done for 28. Let's do it. 28? Yeah, I mean, sure. If you're the the team, you can get it done for 28 right now. If you're Daniel Jones, do you expect me 28, Key? No. That's why I said, like, week five. If I'm the Giants, I give him three years, 75 now, because you could see it was just going to go up. All right, Jordan, thanks a million as always. You got it, guys. Have a good show. Hey, do the fans have a right? Things got heated between Key and the control room today. Our producers and That's right. all feel like uh, Key needs to plan better, and Key says, bump that. I paid my money. I want to see the Stars play. Do the fans have a right to expect to see the Stars play in games they buy tickets to? Keyshawn, to Jay Willemax, ESPN Be satisfied watching Mo Bamba play. Man, please. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com g sean j will and max the podcast g sean j will and max sometimes man these dudes that work here in the control room they really are stupid because they complaining that i'm mad if i go to phoenix to watch the Mavs play in three of the five stars aren't playing they tell me it's bad parenting it's to bad go. planning by you. you know what the suns don't care about your travel schedule they huh. do care about winning championships i expect to watch a dude play based on me purchasing the tickets There's if he gets one hurt pro on the floor. oh but i'm not i want the whole, i want all of them Keyshawn J. Willemax, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. The Philly guys in the control room are feisty. They say, Key, plan better if you want to see the stars oh, play. Oh, God, how can I plan better when my kid's schedule may sur- be surrounded around the game time decisions that need to be made? <laughs> like, come on. They may have spring break. They may have President's Weekend off. Right. You know, all, come on, stop. Yeah, Your but hold on. don't hold know on. that? We know how it works in these exclusive uh, private schools. Will you stop? You can just take them out of school for the day. No one knows the difference. No, she's not. She doesn't have that. No. I try it all the time. Really? Like, seriously, it's not high school yet, but they don't want to hear that. And my kids like going to school, though. Yeah. They don't want to be behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like walking in late. I got a different it's type like of when crew. We were it's kids. Not, it's, it's not, a, not me. Yeah. Me, I come in, class is almost over. I'm just getting here. It's different with my kids. You know, they compete. By the time I was in high school, kids. I made a guest appearance in class. <laughs> like, oh, you're exactly. here today. I mean, if, <laughs> I, right. if I showed you my, 
If I showed you my junior high elementary grades, I have a report card, you would be like, how are you still here? Key, you would say the same thing to me, I swear to God. I, but, I, I skated because I tested well. That was it. But these dudes, man, they tripping, though, on, on wanting me to spend money to see backups play. Right. I'm not trying to do that. And nobody else is. Certainly not the tickets you no, buy. No, I'm, I'm simply saying just plan better. Like, you know. How can I plan better? Ye- it's Yates, not the NFL. Pat, I, you guys buy tickets where you're happy. Whoever plays, you get to see. When Key gets the tickets he Stop. gets, he is expecting top-line talent. That's why I'm going to the game. Key, if you bought season tickets for the Lakers, yes. LeBron only played half the games, and yes. they won a title, you'd be mad? Hell no. I probably wouldn't Not make all the games. Already. I probably wouldn't make all the games anyway. So I would still be happy, but the games that I do attend, I would want to see LeBron James play. Key, I'm the only point they're making. I'm going to watch LeBron play, man. But the point that, that Yates and, and Pat just made is that the hardcore fans see it primarily as, a, as an athletic competition and secondarily when you're rooting for your home team. Maybe not if you're just watching two neutral teams, but rooting for the home team is primarily about the athletic competition, secondarily about getting to see your favorite player in person, right? Because they have actual rooting interest, say, in their case, in the 76ers. So if Embiid's not playing that day, but they believe that increases the chance that they win a championship, that's what they care most about, but even you if can't they're disappointed. Sit here, Max, you can't sit here and tell me, I don't care what type of fans they are, if they came from Connecticut on a night it's off. Disappointing. And they drove to Philadelphia, and Embiid and Harden wasn't playing. What are they going to say? Oh, I'm rooting for the Sixers. Yep. No, they went to see Embiid play against Jokic because they've been screaming and hollering about this for the last several months. And the difference between this and the Stop, analogy that, that I think it was uh, Yates used the analogy about a Broadway show in the understudy is not only you're disappointed that it's an understudy, but unlike in the NBA – it doesn't really help your team win. Maybe the the star performer is good for them, but it doesn't really. It doesn't. There's no. There's nothing at stake. There's no championship on the line in in the NBA. It's different because when they rest, key down the road, hopefully the idea is that they've increased your chances to be successful. That's just like Yates chime in here if I'm wrong. That's just like when kids get held back in basketball or holdbacks in sports. Yeah. It doesn't change anything on the trajectory of what they're going to be. Either they're good or they're not good. So when people hold their kids back and think, oh, I'm holding him back so he's going to play against ninth graders, therefore he's going to be really good. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you got you got to have a little bit of talent. You, you got to have talent just to do it. That's and, for sure. It, and you got to have talent. But also, like Embiid is going to play against Jokic because that's a thing that's going to be talked about. If you're going to watch, and you the don't Sixers think, and you play, don't think, and you don't think the Mavs and the Suns with KD is going to be something that's going to be talked about. But, but Mavs and Suns, you you know that the prime suspects are going to play. If you're going to watch the Mavs and the don't? Pacers, that's yeah, what, a bad thing. But I'm not going to watch the Mavs and the Pacers. Why would I do that? Let's say the Mavs. I'm talking about key games. Key, let's say the Suns. Key it's a key matchup. They play in the key games. No, they don't. Key no, they don't. No, they don't. It's a matchup for that's the Suns. That's the whole conversation. Sorry about that, Max. Okay. That's the whole conversation to begin with, uh, Yates, is that people complain that the star players don't show up and, and they were missing primetime games as well. Me, on the other hand, I get it. I understand it. I just would be disappointed if I spent my money to go watch these dudes play and they wasn't playing. It's a, it's a key matchup for the Suns, but KD, we know he's – listen, he's missed a lot of games in recent years since the Achilles – and KD, it's their, it's their eighth game in 12 nights, and it's the second of back-to-back, and they're on the road. 
there's a good chance you might not see KD that game, right? Like, you got to know that going in. And How the hell am I going to know that, Max? Because this is not the NFL. You look at the schedule. The, you the, go, the, oh, it's their eighth game not, in 12 nights. Nobody, it's the second of back-to-back. They're on the road. Max and Yates. Nobody's planning that way, man. Well, I think That's they are. That's bad planning no, they're then, not. yo. That's who, bad who, by you. That's bad spending on your money. For sure. <laughs> these guys. These guys. Crazy. You see, they work for a like, living. Seriously. They work for a living. So before Yates or, 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 or Pat or Costello get tickets to see the Sixers, I'm quite sure they sit down and go, okay, let me see. No, Where every, are they going? No, How many games no, are they playing? going to play? I, I guarantee you, our callers that's calling in, they're not sitting down looking at the schedule going, well, he played in two. Let's he's ask. not playing in four. He's not only playing in two, so he's going to play this. Night. They're not doing that. Dan, Don in Ohio. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Good morning. Uh, I had a solution for load management, and I agree with Key when it comes to uh, personal players. I, I went to the Jazz Festival last year, and Eddie LeVert didn't show. And they never said that he wasn't going to be there. So I was totally disappointed. I walked out after when he came on. And Earth, Wind, and Fire was the same way. Maurice White didn't show so my solution to this is they should advertise earlier that that person's not going to be there. But if even if they didn't, I don't know about Key's situation. But my schedule is I look at six months ahead of time to get tickets for a star player because we get my ticket master and, and vivid seats. So they're not available if you don't buy them early. And so if they if I get there and they're not playing, my solution is to partnership with one of the like the Roses, McDonald's, or somebody even. And if you spend the more money you spend, the more incentive that you have. They can give you a gift card, and the NBA can collaborate with that. They can say, well, we'll give you a $50 gift card or $25 or pizza. And Cincinnati Reds, if, if a pitcher strikes out 11 pitchers, pitch, I mean 11 uh, batters, uh, every person in the stadium gets a, a small personal pan pizza. So I, I think in the, something that they can take away with them, they, they won't be so disappointed. So something to incentivize people from not being disappointed when players play. I, I too, look at the schedule and say, that's a game I'm going to go to because the closer you get to the game, the more uh, ticket prices are probably going to go up. Because, as you know, people think because we work for the, the ESPN, the worldwide leader, that we just get tickets for free. That's not the case. We have to spend our own money to go to these games. You, you have to, I don't know, it's like a dog pulling a bone to get a ticket from people here at ESPN. For years, Knicks fans <laughs> knew that, you buy you, you want to go see the Knicks play because you root for the home team, right? Yes. And but which games would you want to go to? The game where some team with a star player that yes. you wanted to see would come through. Imagine if that player is not playing, you're disappointed. But but key that's offset the disappointment for not seeing that star player by the fact that since he's not playing, your team is more likely to win. Because that other star player well, I mean, is not playing. Because you don't win a lot in New York. I right, get it. I right, understand. Right. The Knicks but growing yeah. up and going to a Knicks game. If all of a sudden Patrick Ewing wasn't playing and Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen decided to sit on the bench, how would you feel when you just spent $3,000 or whatever those numbers are? If I wanted to see Jordan play and I wanted to see the Knicks back in the day, this used to happen. Yeah. But Jordan never missed games. But if but I would have got, if I would have gone to he... Madison Square Garden oh, and Jordan was out, I'd be like, "Oh my God, we're gonna win!" <laughs> oh, stop, Max! Yes. You would be so disappointed. No, I would be happy oh, that the Knicks would win. You're not a real Jordan fan, then. That's right. I was a Knicks fan well, then back you, then. Well, you should. You don't have any room to talk about Jordan anymore on this show. I hated Jordan. You shouldn't talk about him. Why not? I couldn't what? see what, what happened. You couldn't be. Couldn't what? beat him. What? Yeah. Well, what? This that's is, why if he's sitting, it's good for the Knicks. See, in football, I I'll know on Friday. Yeah. 
It's a better way to do it. On whether or not a star player is going to play. Yeah, maybe basketball needs to start doing something like that. I have an idea. Okay, well, maybe Aaron Rodgers isn't playing this game. Or maybe Dak Prescott's hamstring is hurting. Or maybe, you know, I'll know that DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to play. Game time decision. Yes. Uh, All right. Is it fair to expect the stars to play? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Yeah, it's not all we ever say is who cares what happens in the regular season is just the playoffs. It's, it's the fact that the regular season really doesn't count for very much when you consider, except for seeding, of course, that's not important. But <laughs> you when knew you consider, I was going to say that. <laughs> but I mean, like eight, eight teams out of 16, so out of 15 per conference, which is more than 50% make the playoffs. But then two other teams get the play in. So you're talking about... I mean, more than 10 out of 15, it's two thirds. Exactly two thirds of the league is playing after the final game of the regular season. Teams are incentivized to rest people. But not more important than not having your star player 100%, right? Yeah, but how many, how many, how many of the star players that whatever the number of games that they miss due to to resting really makes a difference come playoffs? See, what you're talking about, though, Key, is something else. You're saying their calculation about it all is wrong. Yes. That might, I think you're probably right about that. I think in baseball, no, I am the right. There is no much. probably. I think, I think in basketball, the pendulum has swung too far in that direction. They're too cautious. But that's different than saying, like, like they're acting in what they think is their own best interest. If they talk to people like you and they go, you know, they make a good point. The more we look at it, the more the chemistry is off, the seeding is not as good, it didn't really protect the guy, that, let's play them a little more. Then they'll play them a little more. But the fact is they're behaving rationally. They're behaving in what they feel is their best interest. But see, if LeBron James is resting up, I'm okay with that 
in certain situations because he's been injured. Yep. He has injury history over the last two years. So maybe that contributed to him being injured. Or Anthony Davis, for whatever reason, stop, for whatever reason, he needs the rest because his pinky hurts. Whatever it is, I'm willing to give him that. But not just, I don't feel like playing today and I'm a chill. I agree. I think, you know, my mind always goes to in this, you know, I think about baseball a lot and we don't really talk about it that much, but I know you're a baseball fan too. Guys like AD, people are mad at him as though it's a t- mental toughness thing. And whatever you think about that, it's also a body thing. Well, the reason people think that because the, the injuries that show up on television, so to speak, they don't look egregious. It looks like he fell on the floor and it's like my kid fell on the floor. He can get up from that. So, you know who I always think about? I always use this comparison. In the 80s, it, there's Cal Ripken Jr., everyone knows. He, played, yeah. he broke Lou Gehrig's consecutive games, played. He was an Iron Man. Just the way his tendons were put together, for all his toughness, he was physically built a certain way. In fact, people talk about like wrestling in the, in the dugout. He could beat two guys at once. He was just physically strong like that. Then you'd get a guy like Eric Davis. And Eric Davis was a baseball lifer type, right? It's not like he had a bad attitude toward baseball. But Ed would be hurt from time to time. He was 165 pounds, six foot two, soaking wet, a buck 65. <laughs> so that's just he paid 130, play 130 games. He probably would have benefited from load management, right? Like he, it's just the way some guys are built. They need a little more protection. You got to know who to apply it to. I think I think I have nothing wrong. I have nothing against load managing at all. Management at all. I just want you to find the right games to do it. Mm. I don't like the marquee games when they miss the marquee games. Like I don't like stuff like that. I just don't. If you're playing against Charlotte, if I'm Golden State and I'm traveling all the way from uh, San Francisco to Charlotte, like, okay, so what? I'm chilling. Or I, I'm going to beat him I'm, anyway. Or I'm traveling from to, uh, 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 Sacramento to Chicago. I'm like, eh. Yeah. That, it's not that big of a deal. Pat in Minnesota, you're on with Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio. Yes, I agree with Keyshawn. Let me tell you something. Fans go to the games to see the star players, period. Nothing. I am a super fan, have been since I was a child. When, we were li- when I lived in Chicago, and the Bulls were nothing. When Dr. J came to town, the stadium was rocking. They need to have some incentives. They need to have some uh, givebacks. He go to the game and no KD, no Le- uh, no uh, that other boy, uh, the crazy one, Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah, uh, um, and then the uh, the other the other team stars, all five of them are out, and you just spent over a hundred dollars to the layperson. Not talking about key, talking about to the layperson. Yeah, they need to have on those schedules low management day LMD on games. They know what they like. The guy say see, eight games, see, two Pat, back to back. Pat, then a load management game is coming up. Put it on the damn schedule. Pat, let's be honest about what this is. There's so much corporate money in sports now that I don't think that they're so concerned with the $100 ticket to your, to your you know, average fan. They're selling, you know, they're making so much money on boxes. Well, I think they, no, but I think they are, but I think they are concerned. That's bowl what, and all that. I think they are concerned a little bit. That's why they continue to talk about it and bring it up and try and find a way to fix it because it's, it, it sends a, 
I don't want to say a bad message. It, it, it's bad not giving. It's not giving a black eye to the league, but it's turning people off to make people talk about it in a negative light. Why well, can't be a white eye? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jason and Maine, you're all with Keith. Y'all got everything. Now you want this. Yeah. No, well, Max, well, you consider the bad see, thing. I'm trying to take some of the bad stuff. Now, what are you about? now you want. <laughs> y'all got the. Jeez. Jason and Jason and you Maine. You want everything, Max? Leave us <laughs> something. We only got, what that is it, 28 is, days? Yeah, well, it's also. In a leap year, 29. It's also not just an expression. It's literally the color of the eye. But anyway, Jason and Maine. Good. Hey, morning, fellas. Hey. So, uh,. I hate to do this, but I also have to agree with Key. Wow. Um, Why do you hate so to do I, it? Well, it's really Key arguing with Pat and, 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 uh, and uh, Yates, so I'm out. You act like you don't well, agree with nothing uh, I say the way you that. said that. Listen, <laughs> I win still. Max, you, you can't know. be out on this because uh, uh, I'm with Key kind of against you on this All one. Right. Damn. Um, I, I think you guys are looking at this, I, you know, I hate to say it, from like a pra- uh, place of privilege. You know, yep. you're looking at this through the long, wrong lens. Um, you know, the, the last person who just called touched on it. You have these events um, that, yeah, yeah. you would be disappointed if you can't see Michael Jordan, but you get to go back next week and see another uh, another game, whereas most people are saving up years, you know, years and years to go to these games. You know, I think you make a good a point, you guys in the control room with your fancy jobs on the board and everything, Pat Yates, with the big checks that you guys make, you're, you're, you're entitled. Deal? Big checks, you say? Yeah, you guys in Don't get Yates don't get Yates started, man. Don't don't get Don't don't get Yates started. You know what they're in front of? It just looks like that's money machine there well, in front of. About, Every well, time they hit a button, a, a dollar comes what out. Dis- it's broken. What, what disappoints you, Yates? What disappoints you? Disappoints me, like yeah. in general? Yeah. What disappoints you? What you mean? I disappoint about a lot of stuff. Okay, so you like music and in in everything because why you you run our music? If you go into a concert and you pay whatever amount of money to sit wherever you sit and you went and you planned this because you planned it. Most concerts, you're going to plan months in advance because that's just what you do with concerts. And then all of a sudden you get there and it ain't the same Janet Jackson that you thought, or it's not the same. Yeah. You pay to see so Jay-Z, I'm, J-Y comes yeah, out. Yeah, J-Y like, comes. You're like, man, what the hell is wrong with him? He's well, see, 700 pounds. He's funny this. You said that. Like, come on. Funny you said that. I went to go see Chris Brown in Connecticut, of all places. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I did the leg work, work, leg work like a normal person, and I yes. checked the track list out to make sure he was going to play stuff that I wanted to hear. But, and he missed out on at least eight songs. So, yeah, I was disappointed at that point. However, okay, here we I'm go. still there Lies. to see Chris Brown. Right, but what and if he, he didn't show up? But, but, but what you if he got didn't the, show up? You got, the, you, the whole, you got there the with the bad. You got the bad Chris Brown, man. You just said it. That you was disappointed. Yeah, because I mean, how do you think? How, how, it don't matter York, where the hell you at. Oh, it matters. No, it doesn't. It matters because if he goes to a concert in New York, odds are I'm getting a New York artist is going to pop up. Man, if I pay for no, man, you think it's money for If I pay money for Wu Tang tickets and Ghost not there, Ray's not there, and you know all I got is you know like the second guys, the affiliated guys, I'm going to be mad. Going to be in Connecticut watching Wu Tang. You you pay all this money like Pat. Pat wants to go see Bruce Springsteen. He plays one song and then he leaves. Pat going to be mad. If it ended up in a parade at the end, I'd be happy. Dude, man, just lying to the people. If man. I went to see Bruce Springsteen, uh, you know, there's only one song. I, I'm coming out ahead, Key. All right, look, how does it feel when your final game is a win in the Super Bowl? 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Chad Henney. Boy, he was in the league for a grip. Two-time Super Bowl champ. I remember Chad Henney. What was it? Madden, maybe 08 or 09, something like that. When, he first, when you first came in, Chad, you were listening to 106.5 The Wolf just now on the sound. And so what has it been? Was it 15 years, Chad? 15 years, yep. 15 years. Uh, well, first of all, congratulations. Um, Thank you. See, I'm, I'm disappointed, though, in why? Chad. Because, look, I know he has family and everything. Yeah. But Chad played 15 years. Yeah. So now he needs to steal for another three. Yeah, why aren't you stealing for why, another couple yeah, years? Yeah, you got to steal for another three at least. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, when you wake up in the morning and your knees hurt, your back hurts, and you still got to go through an off-season program and training camp, <laughs> you kind of, you know, figure in all those aspects of the game as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess he's right, but I just at quarterback when you're backing up Patrick Mahomes, right? It just feels like maybe you get 50 snaps a year if you're lucky, but you get a nice, handsome ransom to sit around, hold a clipboard, sit in meetings, drink some coffee, talk and, to the and these dudes don't have you on the roster just because, like not yeah. not not Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and these guys. Like that's you you gotta you gotta be good if they think that if they're gonna put spend a roster spot on you. Let's talk about Eric Bieniemy, Chad. Um, why do you think he makes this lateral move? And it's not really lateral, right? Because it's Washington team's not as good as Kansas City. Yeah, I, I think uh, he just wants to get out of the shadow of Andy Reid and. Um, I think he just wants to prove himself that he can go out and run an offense on him on, by himself. And I think he can do that. He's a leader of men. And I think this is the best chance for him to prove himself rather than kind of having the hierarchy around him. And um, he can do it. I know he can get, get it done. Uh, he's got great information. You know, they, they do have a lot of talent over there. I mean, even though the record shows that it's a tough division, I was, we saw that last year, but I, I think he can get it done. And then maybe, he has a great year and steps up and then gets a head coaching job the following year. Chad, when you look up and you won the Super Bowl, that was your last game. What went into your mind? Did you, was it something that coming into the year you already said, you know what, if we win the Super Bowl, I'm out. If not, I may stick around for a little longer. Yeah, I mean, my goal uh, once I got in the league was 12 years. And, you know, I pushed past that. I got three more. Uh, on my resume, and I felt like going into the season, talking with my family, I think this was the time my kids are 9 and 7, kind of want to get them settled in. Uh, we're going to move back to Pennsylvania and kind of get them 
settled in at home and uh, just worry about their futures and uh, their accomplishments as well. When you're sitting in a room with Patrick Mahomes for five years now um, as the number two guy, did you feel like an extended coach from Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy with Patrick Mahomes being so young but yet so talented, gifted, and winning a lot of games? Did you feel like, okay, I'm I'm a coach now in this room? Uh, yeah, at certain points, for sure. Uh, one word, not with the coaching staff, Monday, Tuesday, watching the film, you know, especially when he was younger, uh, just teaching the nuances of the defenses, how to apply offensive plays to the defense, uh, I think were a huge part of his development. And obviously now uh, he doesn't need me as much, uh, but we still communicate. We still challenge each other in the film room, on the field. Um, but he's grown so much in five years and definitely proud of where, where he was and where he's at right now. Chad Henney, two-time Super Bowl champion, last game of his pro career Super Bowl win. Um, Chad, when we, people talk about Patrick Mahomes nowadays, you start to go over the resume and you know say if he never played another down of football, never another snap. He the first time he's a, he's a five year starter. He has been hosted five AFC championship games. He's been to three Super Bowls. He's won two. He threw fifty touchdowns in a season. He's won a, two regular season MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. I mean, he's obviously already an all time great, but. Did you ever get the sense when you were playing with him, like, I could be playing with a guy who's one day going to be called the greatest quarterback who ever lived? I mean, coming into 2018, no. I mean, I don't think anybody knew the expectations. I think they saw the one game that he played in Denver the year before. Um, But, you know, he had a great training camp. Obviously, being with him the first game when we played the Chargers, I think he had like four or five touchdowns. I was like, okay. I was like, he's got some talent. And I think the next week we played the Steelers and he had six touchdowns. I was like, holy what the hell is going on? And, uh, you know, it's just impressive what he's done, how consistent he's been. And not only on the field, but off the field, he's done a great job with his charity work, uh, how he handles himself. So definitely uh, he'll be talked about like that. I mean, it's almost if he did stop right now, it's almost like a Baselli, you know, eight years and, you know, done going to the Hall of Fame. But. I think Patrick will prolong that and obviously uh, go on to be, you know, a 15, 16-year guy. Why is he so good, though? Obviously, his physical talents show on the field, but uh, behind the scenes, his details, his work ethic uh, are tremendous. I mean, as a young guy, uh, to have all that underneath him and understand how to go through the process has been unbelievable. I think um, just how he studies – uh, the first year I got there, it's definitely Andy Reid. You know, Calf goes with him, Matt Nagy, EB. They all instilled what the system's about, and he just didn't take it for a grain of salt. He just went with it and rode with it and studies his butt off each and every day and has a process about it. Chad Henney, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us this morning, Chad. Sure. Thanks all right, Chad. Me. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.